Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, all one word. Antifa. Antifa. Go. No. No go. Pronunciation is hard. Makes me think of one thing I do know how to pronounce, though. A common Vietnamese last name is Nguyen, and it's spelled N-G-U-Y-E-N. I bet you've seen that and didn't know how to say it. It's just win. Not lose. Win. The new Blockton reported has an interview with a guy. I don't know if I, I don't know his name. I think he uses a fake name anyways. But he's like a Moroccan guy, but he's a lawyer in America. And he, whatever. He's like a kind of an anarchist who supports guns rights. And he's not a fan of Antifa. And he has a set of uh, guidelines for when violence is okay. He thinks it is a useful political thing, but he has some guidelines. Here they are. So, you should acknowledge that violence is destructive. And, you know, I guess you should only use violence when you meet these things. So, you should have a specific goal in mind. And you should be able to, uh, you know, say or write down what that goal is so that you don't just end up doing a bunch of violence for the heck of it. Two, you should have proportionality. So whatever it is you're fighting, you know, you use the correct amount of violence to combat it. You don't, uh, you don't use ten times as much. And then once you've done the correct amount of violence, you don't just keep going forever. And third, you should, uh, you know, if people are criticizing your violence, you should be able to, you know, take that criticism to heart, you know, uh, Maybe what you're doing ain't right, and if someone gives a good criticism, then you should acknowledge it. And he says, you know, you apply this to Antifa, they fail all three of those. You know, I think if you apply this to, you know, any riots, pick a riot, huh? Pick pick a riot where there was 500 of them in 2020. But anyways, I don't think riots are going to make this either. Or maybe the first couple riots, and then you got to stop. This guy gives a couple examples of bad stuff that Antifa has done. One guy, uh, an innocent bystander, tried to break up a fight that Antifa was doing. And so uh, he was beaten to within an inch of his life, and the Antifa guy got six years. And a Bernie Sanders supporter was carrying around an American flag one time. So, but they beat the living F out of him for that. And so this guy was a member of the John Brown Gun Club, which is basically left-wingers, but with guns. And I guess they would go to the uh, mostly peaceful protests and, I mean, you know, whatever. This is what they say they did. I don't doesn't exactly sound right to me, but anyways, they would provide security. And the idea was if people on the right showed up carrying guns, then having people on the left carrying a bunch of guns means that both sides act much more calmly. And maybe that is true. And also, they never... You know, like, what's the difference between them and Antifa? They dressed a little differently. They were, I guess they acted more, you know, they acted less crazy, and they also did not wear masks. Makes me think of the Not Fucking Around crew, I think it was called. Uh, It was a bunch of black people with, you know, body armor and guns, and they go march here and there. And they would come on my radar occasionally because they'd end up shooting themselves. Like there's a video, one guy, he accidentally, 
just sends a bullet through the crowd that he's in the middle of and of course it hits some other guy and then everyone is like getting their guns up and getting ready to do a firefight with you know i guess they think an opponent but no it was friendly fire the guy who led that i think his name was grandmaster j it was something j and he made like some youtube videos of how to use a gun and it was just like he didn't know anything about it he was like this is this t this is this gun is a this type of gun which was wrong he's like and this is how you take the gun apart which was he did it the wrong way and so on and so forth haven't heard about them in a while so quickly, there are three rules to using guns, gun safety. One of them is know your backstop. We don't need that. But uh, the other two are never point your gun at a thing you don't want to destroy and always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. And that no fucking around crew, they were like breaking those, those two rules constantly. And if you got your finger on the trigger and you trip over a rock, uh-oh. So in 2018, they were providing security at a protest, and a Mr. Andy No was there. Andy No is a short, gay, Asian man who kind of makes a living taking pictures of Antifa and writing articles about him. He wrote a book that became a big seller because people were trying to cancel it. So that's amusing that that's what made it a big seller. But... So he was taking pictures in 2018 at a protest, and Antifa, I guess they locked arms or were trying to prevent him from crossing the street, kind of harassing him. And then some of the Gen John Brown members went there with their guns and were also trying to prevent this guy from crossing the street. I, I assume to get away, but I'm not sure. And so this guy being interviewed on Blocked or Reported, he, uh, he resigned from the John Bla Brown Gun Club. He's like, I don't think we should be, you know... Stand, you know, using guns to enforce anything against small Asian men that are not attacking people. And people disagreed. You know, they they really think Andy No is like a Nazi. Oh, and I should say, so what does Antifa want? Well, according to this guy, Antifa is fighting, you know, they're fighting fascists. I guess there's these people called the brown shirts. I think this is in uh, Nazi Germany or, you know, leading up to leading up to Nazi Germany. I guess they wore brown shirts, and they went around, and they did violence. I think in the streets, or maybe came to your house and did some violence. So the idea of Antifa is that America is about to be taken over by, you know, Nazi brown shirts. And so they need to go out there and show that there is some left-wing violence that is ready for those brown shirts. I heard of Andy now. Um... But here's something I didn't know. Here's, here's why they say he deserves, uh, you know, basically death. So he was the editor at Quillette, uh, Quillette.com, which is like an online magazine. And when he was the editor, someone wrote an article where they, they did an analysis of all the journalists who are connected to Antifa people via Twitter. And so basically these are, the, you know, journalists who support Antifa. And then there's some sort of neo-nazi group called Adam Waffen. Probably saying that wrong. But I guess they're like the real deal because some of their members have like committed murder and you know the the cops have arrested them and stuff. So they made a video saying here's a bunch of bad journalists and I don't know if they said they're gonna, they, maybe they said they should be killed, I'm not sure. And they basically just listed off the journalists that were in that Quillette article that 
came out when Andy No was the editor. He did not write the article or anything. But so now, like in Portland, they're projecting on the side of build, buildings. Andy No gave a kill list to, to Autumn Waffen. And so that's the justification. If you see him, you know, if you see him and you got a skateboard, use your skateboard. And I think Andy knows had the crap beat out of him at least twice by Antifa. Brain hemorrhage, I think, one of the times. The other reason people think that Andy No deserves to get the F kicked out of him is I guess there was an altercation at a anarchist cider bar in Portland, Oregon. And there was, uh, you know, so there was a left-wing group there and a right-wing group there. And I guess Andy was standing amongst the right-wing group, maybe, like on his phone. Like, he's not a member of the group, but, you know, if there's two, you can't, he can't go stand in the middle of the left-wing group because they'll kick the F out of him. So he's over on the other side. And then, at some point, the right-wing group kicks the F out of some of the left-wing people. And so the Portland Mercury is the local, uh, whatever, pro-Antifa magazine, or newspaper. And so they, you know, they went on, they, they found some video of, of Andy No standing around on his phone at this incident and then said that uh, he was a bad guy. So, anyway, so if you want to, if you, you know, if you want to convince someone to kick the F out of Andy No, then you tell them about the Ottawaffam list and you tell them about the time he was at this uh, anarchist cider bar. So the Katie Herzog, that's the that's the lady on Blockton reported, and then this guy who has a whatever fake name, the an, uh, the anarchist gun guy. They talk about you know is Andy No a good person? She asks him, and he's like, I think on whole, I think on balance he is good. He's doing good things for the world, and uh, they don't like some of the stuff he does. Like one of the things he does is put. Um, Mug shots, like everyone who's arrested at the Antifa riots in uh, downtown Portland, you know, over the past year or more, uh, he always puts he posts those mug shots on Twitter. So they think that's not a kind thing to do. Maybe it ain't. But the thing they like is that one of the things he used to do. I don't know if he does it that much anymore. But it, this is actually how I ran into whatever how I became aware of him several years ago. Was he used to do articles and tweets on hate crime hoaxes. And, you know, that's a thing that most people are afraid to report on. You know, it's like a marginalized group. Someone from a marginalized group is lying through their teeth, but, you know, you can't call them a liar. They're from a marginalized group. And I think in Portland in particular, it was a bunch of, a, it was definitely like LGBTQ, it might have been trans, but basically there's like some trans people lying about getting attacked and starting GoFundMes and making like 20 grand off of it. And Andy exposed them. It was like they weren't there when it happened. You know, they were nowhere near around or they were so drunk they were lying on the ground and they were the one that had the gun. Stuff like that. I forget how exactly it went down. Apparently Antifa used to be real proud that they'd never killed anyone. But in 2020 in Portland... Uh, guy who called himself an Antifa captain, you know, that is, that's a meaningless title. But anyways, he was a member of Antifa. He'd been going around getting in fights with other Antifa people previously. And there was a Trump supporter in Portland, and he walked up and shot him dead. I think for no other reason than he supported Trump. So I guess their body count is now at one, you know, plus really, really putting people into the hospital. So they gave a review of Andy No's book, the one that was a... 
The reason why it became popular was because there was a protest outside Powell's Bookstore in Portland, Oregon, which is kind of a famous bookstore. And so people were out there protesting every day, and I think Powell's said they would sell it online. They didn't sell it in the store itself, but that controversy created news coverage, which made the book sell well. But anyways, they give a review of the book, and uh, they say it's not that good a book. So unless it sounds like a great book to you, I'd probably skip it. They say what's the worst about it is that Andy knows like trying to criticize Antifa absolutely as much as possible. So he's basically reaching, you know, he's grasping at little straws and calling them big old dongers. Okay, thanks for listening. Now what I recommend is you take those three criterias for violence and you go, you know, spend a couple hours writing down your answers to all three of them. Then you can go out and do whatever the heck you want.